Should I stay or should I go? I think we'll stay, at least for another segment. How about that, guys? Why not? We're here, right? Uh, sure. I think that was the plan all along. Yeah. We'll stick around <laughs> for a few more minutes. Uh, uh, guys, uh, as always, we like to answer financial questions on the show, and uh, we have quite a few of them today. Before we get started into that, uh, you know we have a question hotline that you can reach at 1-855-429-9166. And uh, if you should call into there, you can uh, ask your question. We'll play it on the air and then answer it afterwards. We do not have one of those today, but uh, you could be next. Uh, and then if you have, you know, if you have your question, you don't want to call into that line, you can uh, email us at drgene at hensler.com. That's spelled H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. And uh, you can also call us, uh, local number, 770-429-9166. Uh, and you can uh, talk to uh, an individual or you, could, uh, you can also reach our financial planners in that same manner. So uh, that's our information, uh, how you can reach us. Uh, you can also find us on all sorts of social media if you uh, wonder exactly how. Remember that spelling, H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R, Hensler.com. You can uh, find multiple ways to connect with us. And uh, we have a question this week from Heathcliff from Roswell, and it's uh, it's one that, that kind of hurts my heart to, to watch happen. Uh, I was listening to you last week about Sears Future, Sears Holding Company, that is, and yes, that's the, the old Sears Roebuck and Company. I uh, said, uh, I just read that they sold the Craftsman tool line to Stanley Black & Decker. Did this contribute to their eventual demise? What will happen to the Kenmore brand? Well, uh, you know, this has been a, a debate that's been ongoing for uh, since May, at least, of last year, uh, where Sears came out and said that they were uh, looking at potential options to sell Kenmore, their Craftsman line, and uh, Die Hard battery line. And uh, these are three uh, expensive brands. They they were hoping that instead of selling them outright, that they might find someone to partner with so that they could uh, retain the ownership of the brand. Uh, but in the case of Craftsman, it sounds like they've found a, a buyer with uh, Stanley Black & Decker. Mm -hmm. So the Stanley Works are going to take over Craftsman Tool. And, uh, you know, is this uh, the death knell? Yeah, I believe it, it probably is part of it. Uh, last Middle of last week, we also heard that, uh, Stan, uh, that uh, Sears Holdings said that uh, they have concerns that there might be an issue with the business as a going concern, yeah. meaning that their operations may not be sufficient to pay off their debt. Mm -hmm. Strangest thing has happened since then. Stock was trading in a range around 8 bucks. Today it's selling for 11.50. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Holy it? cow! No, it uh, it doesn't make sense, and uh, I think you have to look really deep in order to figure out exactly what's going on. But a lot of it, I think, is is based on the fact that the debt holder and uh, and both of the biggest shareholders, the debt holder, the the biggest debt holder is Eddie Lampert with uh, uh, I think it's ESL Capital. He's a, a private equity guy. Holds the the uh, shares. We were talking about uh, Sears Holding selling off Craftsman to uh, to the Stanley Black and Decker, and uh, yeah, it's a sad situation yeah, to watch. End of an uh, era. Yeah, you know? DJ. In one of the breaks, I know we were talking about the lifetime guarantee that's right. on their tools. When they Craftsman break, tools. That's right. It's a it's a lifetime, but you never ask the question when you're standing there. You assume that it means your lifetime. Maybe it's just the lifetime of Sears. Right. 
Uh, well, the thing is, with Stanley Black & Decker, they actually have several other lines of tools. They sell tools under their own uh, brand. They sell a, a brand called Proto. Uh, they also own the Mac Tool trucks that you... Uh, they, they own the franchise company that owns those Mac Tool trucks, and, sure. and they, too, have a lifetime guarantee. So I would assume that your answer is yes, that the, the uh, uh, lifetime warranty will still be honored by Stanley and and uh, you know going forward you're still going to be able to have that craftsman name uh, they weren't always the premium tool in fact somebody like a snap-on or a, a mac tools or uh, maybe even matco was is considered by the professional mechanic as as uh, probably the higher standard yeah mm -hmm. when it when it comes to tools but here's the thing what would you say if apple came out and said you know what iphone's been great to us but we think we're going to sell off that asset we we're just going to let somebody else take care of it from here it would be a very strange situation right. anytime you see a company that decides that hey yeah we got these awesome assets but uh uh you know and they've been around for a very long time yeah maybe we're just going to sell them it they're, they're too cumbersome for us to deal with yeah yeah so uh it would just be strange it's not a good sign uh the fact you know i was throwing out the the notion that uh eddie lampert holds the um the debt for the company. Uh, if you look, the debt is currently uh, rated at like a CCC plus, which is about three rungs from the very bottom of the of the ladder yeah, on the, the bond rating list, which means that they're speculative. Uh, questionable as to whether or not the company is going to be able to meet its debt is mm -hmm. what the rating agency would tell you. So you're and saying we shouldn't rush out and buy a bunch of Sears bonds or anything? Uh, no, and <laughs> if you could find them, I would say absolutely don't. But I think most of the debt's being being handled internally. Yeah. Uh, if you look at the cost of capital it's, uh, that's being shown by Sears, it's 5%. Now, if I look at, uh, you know, some of the other companies that are out there, including maybe... that the, possible? Well, uh, it, they're getting a sweetheart deal from a guy that owns about 29% of the equity. <laughs> of the equity, so, right. Yeah. So uh, if he's going to own the equity, you assume he gets in the very last part of the line... Uh, but he also holds a lot of the debt as well. Mm -hmm. He'll probably surely get his money from the debt if he can sell off all the assets and still have something left, yeah. uh, and maybe even some of the equity. Uh, it came out last week that the second largest holder uh, that holds almost 27% of the company's equity stock uh, also bought more last month. So I think uh, traders are assuming that that, uh, well, if they're willing to put more money into the equity, there must be something there. I'm telling you right now, I do not recommend buying Sears Holdings. <laughs> I would not. Although it went up, you know, like I said, on, on my advice, you would have lost the opportunity to make three more bucks on your $8 investment from last week. But it's still, when the company is telling you that there's not a going concern, I would say back away yeah. and they're selling their assets, there is not a good sign no. here. So. Um, Writings on the wall. Yeah, exactly. And you know, there's a lot going on in uh, in the retail industry. It's not just them. We got another question about Amazon. Natalie from Dallas says, "I saw that Amazon announced they've decided against opening a retail store. I would have thought this would be a good decision, uh, but the stock seems to think other otherwise. Is uh, is this why the uh, there's been a pop in the retail stores like Nordstrom, Gap, and Kohl's. Furthermore, stores like Nordstrom and Gap are mainly clothing. Is Amazon really hurting the sale of clothing? Uh, I guess I think Amazon is more of a stuff store that's uh, killing Best Buy and Barnes and & Noble. Uh, well, reality is uh, Amazon has quite a few stores. In fact, 
they, they've got one uh, here locally in Atlanta um, that's uh, North Point Mall, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, what they really have as much as anything, it's it's kind of like a bookstore. It's got some of their gadgetry. Uh, the, I think you can buy the, the Kindle and, and uh, other items you can feel and touch and hold. But they, I, I don't think you, you heard the news exactly right, Natalie. It, it seems that uh, Amazon said that they, they do intend to stay in that business. And, and part of the reason that uh, some of these other retailers seem to be getting a little bit of a boost is because it's... Uh, it's it's an admission by Amazon, who's been kicking everybody's tail, that they really do need that yeah. physical Brick location. Brick and mortar is not completely, not completely gone. Right. Uh, the problem is, though, the whole industry, retail as a whole, this includes Sears as well, and it's a big portion of what, what's hurting. I mean, I really look at Sears, the catalog of old, as kind of the, the Amazon of its day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get new technology, and that has obviously come under serious pressure, but it's revenue growth. So what you see when you've got one player in the market uh, growing at over 20%, and that I'm talking about Amazon, yep. and you got everybody else that's trying to eke out a 3 to 5% uh, revenue growth, um, Amazon's taking market share, and they're taking it from just about everybody. Yeah. Uh, if you ask me, and I've talked about this before, one of the stories that Amazon came out and talked about uh, this week was the fact that they're trying to encourage folks like uh, General Mills and some of those Staples-type companies to go direct to the consumer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have actually, on this radio show several months ago, talked to at length about how if technology is what it is, what keeps the manufacturer from skipping over the middleman that is the retailer yeah. and going direct? So Amazon is trying to do whatever they can to hurt Walmart, which in my opinion is one of the, the, the biggest threats, if not the biggest threat, uh, to Amazon and its its uh, takeover of the world. Yeah, if anybody's going to be able to compete, it's going to be Walmart. And they've yeah. done pretty well with their uh, their acquisition was Jet.com. Jet.com, yeah, just a few months ago, yeah. took out Jet.com. And, and uh, they've used that as a platform to try to boost their e-commerce. Yeah. And it's actually been working pretty well. Uh, on the back of that, they also revamped kind of the department store uh scheme within the store, making uh, each department have a manager, kind of enlisting them to take some pride in their work, and, mm-hmm. and that too has seemed to help uh, Walmart. But what you see with Amazon is they they seem to be working as hard as they can to be the next Walmart. They want distribution. They want uh, uh, a way to get the, the uh, goods in the hands of the consumer, and that's part of what they're talking about. They're going to uh, supposedly show around uh, these uh, these consumer staple companies and show them how they do it so that they could build out a platform that would allow them to get the the goods in the hands of the consumer without it ever touching Walmart, ever helping Walmart. It's kind of the uh, uh, the situation that they're, uh, they're looking at uh, a way that would also skip themselves, but they're not really doing that well in that grocery space. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of a strange situation. It is going to be interesting to see how that plays out because, you know, Walmart, if you think about how Walmart is set up, if you looked at those stores, you know, as a warehouse, uh, it's really what it is. I mean, right. and that's how they can – their distribution is is already – the infrastructure is already there, which is what Amazon would, would love to have right. um, in terms of being able to get the, the items in the consumer's hands a lot quicker and easier. Right. Um, but, you know – it's going to be. It's a, definitely an interesting dynamic, and uh, Amazon is a 
is a tough competitor. They're, they are. They're not going anywhere. You soon. know what's strange from the from the point of view of a financial analyst, though. Uh, I know that this is a, a relatively low profit margin business. Yeah. So in order to make very much money at all, you have to turn your assets. Yeah. You have to, you know, turnover is huge. Mm -hmm. How many times you can turn the assets, which means that you have to manage inventory as small as possible and, and continue ramping up that revenue growth. Uh, you look at Amazon, uh, return on equity, 14.5%. They're not really uh, hugely indebted. Uh, but their EVA spread, where you know the cost of capital at 10.3%. Uh, take in take in mind, you look at uh, we just talked about Sears with a 5% cost of capital, yeah. and Amazon's is 10%. That's why I'm telling you, yeah. there's, something there's something wrong, something, something weird in Amazon, uh, or at, at Sears, Sears rather. Yeah. But uh, you know, all things considered, you have to uh, you have to be mindful of those sorts of things. Um, most of these businesses are doing something, but the ones that seem that that I believe will probably succeed in the end are going to be those that take on that e-commerce and try to grow it. All right, guys, real quick, yeah. KC, market up or down next week? Market's going up. All right. Up. DJ. You know me, I'm always up. You've been listening to Money Talks. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.